Welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rink here on the campus of Merrimack College. The score at the end of one. Providence leads Merrimack 3 to nothing. I'm Mike Magnick with John Leahy. Tonight's first intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers. They're an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and in Salem, New Hampshire. Well, pleased to be joining our guest here in the first intermission, Dana Skinner. He is special counsel now here at Merrimack. Long-time athletic director at UMass Lowell and a Merrimack graduate back in the 1970s. I have to ask you, first of all, mention J. Tom Lawlerinka. You played back in the 1970s. Did you know Tom Lawler? I knew him awfully well. In fact, he hired me. My work-study job was uh, the penalty box for the hockey game. So, And that was uh, back when Merrimack and Lowell had some entertaining events. I was very busy opening and closing that door, I can yeah. tell you that. I was going to say, do you have any uh, great uh, stories to tell about that rivalry back then? No. Unfortunately, it was a little before my time. Well, you know, my senior year, Jules Moffitt was our goalie and a good friend of mine, and they won the national championship that year. We were supposed to win in basketball, but uh, we didn't deliver it. The men's hockey team did. And, uh, boy, whenever Lowell and, and Merrimack played, it was uh, quite an event. Uh, you couldn't find a seat in the house, and the excitement was about as high as it could get. Well, I mentioned you're special counsel now here. You're at retired as UMass Lola Athletic Director, special counsel now here at Merrimack. Tell us what your role is here. Well, I was joking earlier. They asked me if I needed business cards, and I said, yeah, my title is Director of Second Opinions. Um, look, I'm, I'm here uh, as a graduate. I had retired for all of about 48 hours. Uh, I ended up uh, teaching a couple of courses out at Endicott and uh, doing some work here as well. I, I'm thrilled to be back uh, to help my alma mater. It, uh, it looks, there are just enough things still remaining that look a little bit like it looked when I was here, but not much. Uh, they've made great progress uh, under Chris Hopi's leadership and Jeremy's uh, direction. They've done a great job, and uh, I've been through this Division One elevation process. I know it well. Uh, Jeremy, from the beginning, had said, you know, you know the answers to that test, so if you can give us a hand, that'd be helpful, and I'm happy to help however I can. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you about. It's, you know, for anybody listening who might not know, Merrimack has made the decision they're going to elevate all sports to Division One. They're going to join the Northeast Conference. Uh, I think it's the next year or the year after. Which is it? Next year. Yeah. So they'll uh, start competing in the fall. Uh, we went through the exact same thing. Uh, they get a little bit of head start here at Merrimack. We declared uh, in late February and had to start the following August. They've literally had almost a full year to prepare. So uh, we're trying right now to, I, I guess, identify the what-ifs uh, and uh, sort of understand the, the, the depth that you need to co- compete at this level, whether it comes to staff or administrative support or what have you. So we're just trying to uh, create a roadmap to try to uh, maybe use some of the experience I had at Lowell, two different institutions, obviously, but uh, we've certainly got some information uh, that I brought with me that I think would be helpful. Yeah, and like I said, you have been through this process, and UMass Lowell has made that very successful transition now to a full-time Division I in all the sports. What were some of those things that maybe were most challenging, and how did you deal with them? Um, the most challenging, I think, is uh, it's a tough transition. The NCAA places some real restrictions on you during the four-year elevation period. Teams right. can't play for postseason tournaments, and uh, they put some financial restrictions on you. So um, uh, keeping everybody's morale up uh, is, can be a challenge during that period. Uh, I was joking that you know, in our last year of Division II, uh, I went from, at the end of every season, sports season, counting how many championships we won to counting how many games we won. So that was a big adjustment for us. 
athletes, but uh, spent a lot of time with the student athletes and the staff We're trying to keep their spirits up, make sure everybody understands it was a long-term investment uh, and that everybody here is going to go through the same thing. They're all going to play a role uh, in making Merrimack College a better place to be from as an alum and a better place to be at as a student. So uh, we got a lot of work to do, but uh, keeping everybody's morale up and getting the entire campus to buy in to the elevation to take full advantage of all of the new opportunities that are going to come for the uh, for the college in the future. So rallying the troops and keeping their morale up is, is going to be key. A lot of times when this kind of transition happens, it's a school moving 100% of their sports up from, say, Division Two to Division One At UMass Lowell and then now here again at Merrimack, you kind of have the advantage of already having some sports that have had to compete, hockey in both cases, and, and here at Merrimack men's and women's hockey. Does that help in making that transition and showing some of the things that might apply to other sports? It sure does. And uh, you, you obviously, in Jeremy's case, uh, you've been to the convention, you, you've understood Division One legislation. Uh, now, it's a different, completely different ball game when you elevate everybody to Division One, but uh, it is helpful to know what Division One looks like. And uh, here at Merrimack and UMass Low, we got a good close picture of it. We knew what it looked like. Uh, our objective was to try to replicate to the extent that we could what we were seeing in hockey. And that went from everything to what the facilities look like, to how you treat the student-athletes, travel, all of that. So the fact that we had a chance to see what it looked like up close is absolutely a big help. Score here at the end of one period. It is Providence 3 and Merrimack nothing. We're talking with Dana Skinner, special counsel now here at Merrimack, helping with that transition to Division 1. What are some of the things that maybe we're not thinking about that might not be athletic, you know, specific or, or you know, directly athletic that might have to do with other aspects of life or the community here at the college as it moves to Division One that have to be addressed? Yeah, look, the, the important part of the process for the NCAA is to make sure that this wasn't an athletically driven decision, that this was a campus-driven decision. You don't want to be an island unto yourself. So getting the rest of the campus from the admissions office, the financial aid to your advancement office, to get them to buy into these new opportunities. When you go out and you play Michigan, you know, for example in Lowell, our first basketball game in Division One was at Michigan. Uh, and obviously we ran a big party out there. So we're able to reach out to all of our alums in that area. So strategically looking at the pocket uh, of, of alums at Merrimack College and where they're located and trying to play games against Division One teams in those areas is going to be uh, one aspect of it. So from an advancement aspect, how do you take advantage of this heightened exposure and these new opportunities to play on TV and in front of big markets and what have you, to play by games in sports like football and basketball. You know, we get a lot of money to go, uh, you know, get beat by Michigan and get beat by Ohio State. Uh, so understanding the landscape in Division One, and then trying to rally your backyard, right? I'm a firm believer that uh, whether it's Division Two, a low-level Division One, mid-major or low-major, you know, if you travel in 20 miles in any direction from Merrimack, college, you're in somebody else's backyard. So you have to win your backyard. So like rallying the Merrimack Valley, getting them all to buy into this thing and get excited about it, that's where your effort needs to come in. And um, and it's fun. It's uh, I tell people, it's we had three words at UMass Lowell to describe it. It was our Rise Up campaign to Division One. It was exciting, um, inspiring, and transforming. And that's sort of how you look at Division One. If you embrace it, you can get a lot of mileage out of it. So it's going to be important for the college. If, this, if I can't bring anything else, I hope I can bring the sense of uh, 
the team effort. And look, they've already done it here at Merrimack College. You don't do what they, you don't accomplish what they have without having a real team effort with some strong leadership. So the roadmap is our, uh, the, the people and the strategies here. We just want to give them the Division One roadmap. Well, Merrimack and Lowell had a long, long rivalry going back many, many years in all sports. That kind of obviously with the change earlier with UMass Lowell making that first move to transition to Division One in all sports, it's kind of died down a bit. Do you think that we can see that pick up again when both schools are Division One and everything? I certainly hope so. That goes to the point I made earlier about winning your own backyard. Look, I think that if Merrimack and Lowell can sort of re-energize that relationship and, and get the Merrimack Valley behind the Greater Lowell area behind that transition and the fact that they're both Division One again, that can only help. And frankly, it's the only way to sort of uh, get the kind of support that you're going to need to compete at this level. Thanks so much, Danny. We certainly appreciate it. Great to talk to you. Uh, really interesting to hear what's going on. Exciting time here. No question at Merrimack and a big part of it here, Special Counsel. We appreciate your time. Great to see you both. Take care now. That's Dana Skinner, special counsel now here at Merrimack. A score at the end of the first period. It's Providence 3, Merrimack nothing. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.